pre-K and kindergarten. Please follow Miss Rachel out the door. All right. Well, welcome to TGP. I uh, apologize. It's not Will today. It's us. And I'm an extreme introvert, if anybody that doesn't know. So me getting up here public speaking is not cool. So, but you're going to hear our story today um, about what God has been doing in our lives for the last many years. And uh, that song, and you putting that song in there, no accident, you're going to see. Um, and that's, this is how God works, right? Um, so, I got notes to uh, keep me on track, otherwise this would be a train wreck. And just to warn everybody, if you haven't heard me already speak before, um, I get very emotional just when I talk about God. So it's just, hey, it's just the way God made me. So I don't, I'm not embarrassed. It's just me, right? Um, so I apologize in advance. I thought I was doing really good, and I got to make this short because we got a lot going on here. Um, I thought I was doing really good this morning, and, uh, and I was listening to a couple of few songs that, uh, that was very meaningful. That was it. I'm like, crap, man, shoot. Anyway, I should have kept my glasses. Um, so, so what? No, that's no, okay. It's all right. It's all right. So, uh, that's not nice. Um, so, it was funny. I'm going to tell a little a pre-story about a sharing today. Um, Will and Carrie... Uh, the other two elders, Will called me a couple months ago, whenever it was, and said, hey, I'm going to be out on this Sunday, so we need to come up with who, who's going to speak. And I'm like, well, we're on the phone together. Carrie's not here. Carrie's it. I mean, I mean, I was like, Carrie's it. Well, you see who's speaking. God had a different story. Um, a couple weeks ago, well, actually, um, about a couple months ago, whenever you'll, you'll hear the story, um, we haven't got up here and shared this testimony when during our sharing time um, yet because God's focused to do it now and I'm going to share that with you God so Will had um, was speaking that he was going to be gone um, in the service one day and I was back in the back and we had not shared yet hadn't made really the time you know we haven't decided when to share yet but when he said I'm going to be out God prompted me and said that's when you're going to speak or share and I'm like no Really? You know, so, and I didn't tell Anna. After service, we were talking to some other people, and, you know, I was like, you know, it, it came up that maybe we, could, we should speak during that time. And I'm like, oh, no, I mean, I only have a few things to say. I could do this in two or three minutes. And Anna's like, I need more time. I'm like, well, God already spoke it, so I guess that's just a confirmation. So here we are. Um, and so through this process, um, you know, I'm going to say something about Anna's notes here. She's got like eight pages. I've got one. <laughs> But she's going to be sharing a lot about how God spoke. Um, and, and actually, for a long time, we, she lost, we switched phones and she lost a lot of her notes. And Friday night, she would mention that to me. And I'm like, all right, where are these notes going to be? And I thought about it. I was like, you know, all that stuff's backed up on the computer. Let me see. And sure enough, 79 pages of notes. I'm like, well, you got a lot to go through. I can do. She whittled it down to eight. So um, anyway, so through this story, obviously, anybody like waiting in here? Waiting, no one likes to wait. And it's a story about waiting, um, and I have a lot of patience, but this, 
God knew how much it took to even push my patience. Um, so this is a story about what God spoke to us and we waited, right? And just tried to be obedient. It's not really about the, the object or what he told us to do, wait forward. It's about the stories about waiting and being obedient. And sometimes it takes a little while. So that's just an introduction. Um, so this is, um, so Anna and I got married. We had kids. Uh, kids were three and one. Um, her, Anna's grandmother is about 72. Uh, she lived alone. She broke, she fell, broke her arm. The doctor told her that she could no longer live alone. We had a little house. We want two bedroom. Coast of kids were in the same room. Our house was small. I was like, well, she does have that upstairs. So let's talk to her. We'll, we'll move in with her and we'll take care of her. So um, we did, long story short, we did. Um, in the kind of the ne negotiation of us moving in, we said, hey, we'll, we'll, uh, we will uh, stay here two years unless, you know, we'll commit to staying here two years and then after two years, we'll reevaluate the situation. Eight years later, we, uh, we moved out. And um, let's see. Yep, and that's when I'm gonna give it, hand it over to Anna. Because she has a bunch of things what guys started saying. Okay, so um, it kind of came as a shock um, when grandmother came down, or we came down one day, and she kind of said, what are you doing in our home? And uh, we didn't realize it at the time, but it was kind of the beginning of dementia. And um, so I looked back on some of my devotions in the last month or so before then, and these are some of the things that the Lord had said. On July 29th of 2018 in streams, he says, if only I would recognize every difficult situation as ways that God has shown to prove his love to us, each obstacle would be a place of shelter and rest. And then July 31st in iBible, it just says, change is coming. August 13th, streams, clouds bring rain. Without rain, the flowers can't grow. And August 15th, stream says, to be like Christ, you will suffer. Wheat must be thrashed to be made into bread. So in three days, we moved out of my grandmother's home. It was a big adjustment, um, and my parents graciously allowed us to move into their home. They also have a very large house, five bedrooms, three bath, plenty of room for us. We're like, okay, we'll be like three to six months, and we will be out of here. I'm sure that we will be gone. And um, needless to say, that was three and a half years ago, if you did miss the timeline. But uh, the first day of moving day, the Lord said in utmost, has God ever asked me to do anything as hard as he asked the rich young ruler? Jesus asked and didn't seem to care whether he followed or not. The ruler came with zeal, but he left with disappointment. He heard and he understood, yet he was sorrowful. Lord, help me to listen and to obey joyfully. So, I'm, as y'all as are going to notice, I'm really telling the story, and she's like going to be sharing what God spoke. Um, so, going back to the story, 
So obviously we moved out and, you know, we started thinking and praying about, all right, God, what, what do you have for us? Where are we going to be? All that kind of stuff. And there was a couple that I used to do computer work for. Um, and I always loved their home, right? And I always told Anna, like, I love their home. It's got a shop. It's got a house. I mean, it's just the location. So really, I'd love to, have, love to live there, right? So I jokingly, I said, good morning in a text. I said, good morning. Well, we have moved out of Anna's grandmother's home and now looking for a place of our own. Y'all ready to sell your place? Smiley face. <clears throat> and they repl replied, what's your timeline? <laughs> like, okay. Well, that was unexpected. Sorry. I'm already getting emotional. And what's your timeline? And we both, I mean, we both looked at each other like, um, um, okay. And um, so we started at that point. We told them, like, well, we'll start praying about it. We'll see what God says. And we said, okay. Um, and then back over to Hannah. So we moved out um, in three days. So the 21st of August, on the 25th, we go see the house. I go see the house for the first time, something I've never seen. Ben's talked about it, but I don't know anything about it. Um, and before, um, the last job that I actually had was in real estate. And so I loved going and looking at houses. And I think, oh, good, we're going to go buy a house. So I get to go look at all the houses all over town and see which one's going to be ours. I've helped all these people do this for years. And now it's my turn, and I get to go do it. Well, the Lord clearly said that this was the one and that I really wasn't supposed to look for anything else. And so... Um, August 27th, in Alliance, he says, um, to confess Christ as Lord without obeying him shows a shallow understanding of who he is. Um, and the next few things that I'm going to be sharing, guys, it's either going to be specifically about the house or what we were learning about God during that time. Again, keep in mind, I did have 79 pages of information here, and I tried to whittle it down as much as possible. But there's still a lot that I wanted to be able to share. So, um, And at most, uh, still just after that, he said, Beware of not acting on what God has shown you on the mountaintops, because if you don't obey, light turns into darkness. And Gateway also said that day, Strive to keep out of the monster of unbelief. It dishonors Christ. Continuing on, on August 28th, so what does God want us to do now? In streams, he says, what if God couldn't mature you without suffering? Would you be open to suffering? He doesn't want us to be greenhouse plants. He wants us to be a mighty oak. Utmost says the biblical purpose of prayer is, not, is to get to know God, not to get things. We need to be like little children and boldly ask for what we want. Not complaining or being indifferent to God, but give Jesus the opportunity and the room to work. Don't wait until you're in a crisis to turn to him. And um, in Life Church, we were actually periodically listening to other sermons and things, and this is what it was said during um, Hope in the Darkness, Part 3. It says, I enjoyed God on the mountaintops, but I get to know him in the valleys. Wrestle but embrace. In the valley you will remember the goodness of God. Embrace him. Praise God, not for what he does, but for who he is. September 24, 2018, Stream says, I came to see the kingdom of Christ, that there is not only time for action, but times to refrain from action. 
The Spirit not only requires service of action, but service in waiting. A person may be called to serve by doing nothing, or by standing still, or by waiting. God is working. God is faithful. Only wait. In September 25th, Strain says, Hope forever, for God will not fail you. Night will not last forever. The storm will pass. And a song that meant a lot that day was, If I Could Just Sit With You a While. You'll find that as we were going through this many times, songs meant a lot to us. Um, so I was driving um, from our my parents' home, which is way out in the country. It takes, you know, 30 minutes to get into Ellick from any way you drive. And um, I saw a house for sale, and it had a shop, and one of the things that I wanted for Ben was to be able to have a shop. And so I type in the number on my phone very quickly as I'm driving by, and um, I give them a call, and I'm like, hi, I'm calling about your house that's for sale, and they're like, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, yes, I just drove by your house. You have a sign for sale in your yard. And they're like, we don't have a house for sale. And I'm like, oh, maybe I have the wrong number. Is this your number? And I repeat the number. And they're like, yeah, that's my number. And they're like, oh, that sign out there? That's for the tractor. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, Lord, you told us that this other house was going to be the house. So I'm not supposed to be looking. And so I kind of, you know, collect my thoughts and things, and I kind of felt like, in my mind, uh, I don't know if y'all have seen this, on NCIS, you know how Gibbs does this little slap thing on the back of people's head? I kind of felt like God was doing that, even though I know he doesn't do that to us, it didn't really hurt, it just was like, hey, pay attention, I already told you this. Uh, and there were a lot of things that... Um, I felt like people were suffering because we were at my parents' home, and it wasn't because of anything that my parents did, but um, my brother also lived with my parents at the time, and he gave us his room because it was upstairs, and it was a little bit bigger, and we were a married couple, and so he moved out so that we could have that room. And my parents had Korean missionaries that came every year that they stayed in their home. And now with us being there, they weren't going to be able to be there. And then also, my mom and my Aunt Crystal had to take care of my grandmother because we had moved out. So someone else had to go in and take care of grandmother. And periodically, little things would come up and Satan would get in my mind. And he'd be like, you know, if you were still there, that would not be a problem for them. And so I was definitely struggling, and I was getting depressed, and I was struggling with all of the things that we were going through, and the Lord brought me to this. On January 11th of 2019, he said, in utmost, will we remain faithful in our obedience to God will, and willing to suffer the humiliation of refusing to be independent? Or do we just do we do just the opposite and say, I will not cause other people to suffer. I can disobey God. If we choose and be willing to immediately relieve the situation, but it will grieve my Lord. If, however, we obey God, he will care for those who have suffered the consequences of our obedience. We must simply obey and leave the consequences with him. 
that was a really hard time to come to that because I felt like we could afford something else. We could move out immediately, and yet God called us to wait. Um, in the next few, <laughs> you will see how many times he says to wait. Um, October 5th, Stream says, one way or the other, we must all learn the difference between trusting the between trusting one way or the other we must all learn the difference between trusting the gift and trusting the giver the gift may last for a season but the gifter is only eternal love on october 8th be still and know that jehovah is god peace will fill you when you are still and in utmost if you obey god the first thing that he will show you then he will instantly open new truths to you it is not the study that brings understanding, but obedience. Yet God will never reveal more truth about himself until you obey the truth that he has already given you. On October 22nd, in streams, trust. In utmost, the one thing that God wants from us is unconditional surrender. Trust God that we no longer want his blessings, but God himself. We have come to a place where God can withdraw his blessings and we can still trust in him on october 27th the stream says stand firm in the place which the lord has put you and do your best there november 1st stream says israel waited for the cloud to guide them they didn't move without it when god does not answer the cloud remains we must wait i don't think we mentioned this before and we probably should have um, as we were waiting for what God had told us, he kind of shared with me that it would be our promised land and for Ben that it would be Jericho, which is the first battle before the promised land. And so those kind of went together. So you'll see things as Israel's going through or the promised land or Canaan and every time God brought that up, it was just a, a very sweet reminder. So November 2nd, Stream says, In your prayers, beware of limiting God, not only through unbelief, but also by thinking you know exactly what he can do. Learn to expect the unexpected beyond all that you ask or think. Think of what he can do and expect great things. December 4th, Streams, Oh, we need the power that comes with waiting on God. December 7th, Streams, Human reasons what God promises seems impossible, but nothing is too difficult for him. Be still and know that he is God. The role of faith is not to question, but to simply obey. December 14th, at most, any problem that comes, I obey, I sit back, and I watch, and I delight as he unravels my problems. January 16th, at most, be, but to be brought to a place where we can hear the call of God is to be profoundly changed. January 19th at most, God will bring the vision that he has given you to reality in your life if you will wait on his timing. Never try to help God or fulfill his word. And January 23rd, never let the hurried lifestyle disturb the relationship of abiding in him. This is an easy thing to allow, but we must guard against it. So for the longest time, it seemed like the Lord was saying, wait. And I hope that you'll notice in the next couple of times here that God's about to change what he's saying. And I'm going to get very excited and think that we are about to move. But you will see that this is February of 2019. So you know the story already. Also, 
uh, just a little tidbit. My last name, my maiden name is Jordan. And you'll see that come up in these verses. So now you'll understand why I'm thinking, oh, we get to go. February 3rd, Stream says, At once the Spirit sent him out. Gateway says, Jacob's mother sent him away so Esau would not kill him. In an I Bible, it says, You will be on your way to exciting new ventures with God. February 1st, Stream says, New life was in the air and your life was changed. Gateway, Jacob left Laban, his father-in-law, and returned home with his family. And on February 1st, Jacob went on his way. The angels of God met him from Genesis 32.1. And in Genesis 32.10, it says, I am not worthy of the least of your loving kindness and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto your servant. For with my staff, I passed over the Jordan and I became two companies. In streams in February, it says the waters of the Jordan didn't part until they stepped foot on the water. And so I kind of wrote there, should we be moving forward somehow, some way? I mean, this kind of seems important, Lord. At most, it says you will begin to see your thoughts are from the Lord. <laughs> in February 20th, I Bible says when we are walking with God, we should not be running ahead of him, nor should we be lagging behind him. The idea is to walk with God. February 23rd of 2019, the Holy Bible, the title of the message was Command to Leave. Anybody see a point here after all the wait, wait, wait? So we kind of call them about the house and we're like, um, how's it going? And uh, they actually said, well, why don't you guys come over and, and we'll visit and so we go by and we see them and they're still working on things. We didn't tell them that. So before they needed to leave, they needed to finish a car and they're restoring a car. And so they're working on that and they still have the car and they haven't finished. And so I get there and I'm like, oh, why aren't y'all ready to leave? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I don't actually say that out loud, but I'm like, God has been very clear. We are moving in. You're supposed to be moving out. You know, this is what I'm thinking. Well, and then they tell me, they're like, I am so glad you came by. We didn't even realize y'all were really that serious about buying the house. Do y'all really want our house? Yes, we want your house. We have been waiting. We really want. We really want your house. We're still living with my parents. We want your house. I'm so glad you came by. These, uh, a real estate agent came by not too long ago, and they want this property for commercial, and they want to tear it down. Yes, so as we know in the abiding cycle, God tells us to do something, and we obey, and he does something pretty miraculous there. So the reason when I thought was we're moving. Yes, we're moving. But actually, it was just to let them know, we are still interested in your home. Please don't sell it to anyone else and tear it down. And so God did something pretty great there. So on February 24th, I wrote, saw the house yesterday. Seems very hard since they're not ready to move. I wanted to come up with reasons why I don't really want their house to protect myself if it doesn't work out. Beginning to understand how so many people could jump ahead of God, 
I want a home for my family so badly. I thought that we were going to be moving by the end of the week. Lord, I feel like I've missed something here. Help my unbelief and help me to be happy in the chapter you have me in. February 25th. Lord, I'm thankful for your guidance. Please help me to listen and obey. Streams. Um, I will give you every place that you set your foot as I promised. This is from Joshua 1.3. And again, they're talking about the promised land here, guys. The land God promises is open before us, and his will is for us to possess it. We must measure the territory with our feet at the obedience of faith and faithful obedience, therefore claiming and appropriating it as our own. How many of us have ever taken possession of the promises of God in the name of Christ? The land he promises is a magnificent territory for faith to be claimed by marching across its length and breadth, but faith has yet to do it. February 28th, also 2019 and utmost, it says, we should get in the habit of continually seeking his counsel on everything instead of making our own common sense decisions like I had just done and then asking him to bless it. But when we do something out of obedience to the Lord, there can be no other explanation, just obedience. Later in March and utmost, it says, though it tarries, wait for it. We cannot bring the vision to fulfillment through our own efforts, but we must live under the inspiration until it's fulfilled itself. We can try to be so practical that we forget the vision, and at the very beginning we saw the vision, but we didn't wait for it. We rushed off to do our practical work. Once the vision was fulfilled, we could no longer even see it. Waiting for the vision that tarries is the true test of faithfulness to God. March of 2019, Stream says, stay there until I tell you in Matthew 2.13. I'll stay here where you have put me, dear Lord, though I want so badly to go. March 25th, 2019, our Bible says, if we'll spend less time worrying about what God is doing and more time about learning who God is, our understanding of God's character will grow. As it does, we find ourselves, like Jude, better equipped to face the circumstances we do not understand and more confident in our ability to identify the lies of the enemy when we hear them. April 2019 utmost, God wants you to be much closer relationship with himself than simply receiving his gifts. God wants you to get to know him. And then I prayed, Lord, I just asked you for the house before David starts school. I wanted a home of our own so badly, but I want you more. Forgive me for seeking your gifts when I should be seeking you. June 12, 2019, Stream says, God may not give us an easy journey to the promised land, but he will give us a safe one. Um, on June 20th, um, the night before, Ben had gone and helped Miss Catherine with her computer work, and so I'm like giddy to hear how things went and excited to hear if things are moving along. And in my mind, you know, still hoping for great news, but the car's not ready, and they weren't any further along than they were six months before. So, yes, that facial expression is correct. It's very gut-wrenching. So the next morning on the 20th, after he's come home and tell me that, Stream says... Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear the voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk on it. 
When we have doubts and we're facing difficulty, others suggest courses of actions that are conflicting. When cautions dictate one approach but faith another, we should be still. We should quiet each intruding person, calm ourselves in the sacred stillness of God's presence. Study his word for guidance with true devotion, focus our attention on him. We should lift our nature to the pure light radiance of his face, having an earnestness of knowing only what God, our Lord, will determine for us. Soon he will reveal his secret counsel and a distinct, unmistakable sense of his direction. It's so sweet how when we're going through something that God just, I was getting very excited each time. You know, each time we go, I get very excited. And yet each time the Lord clearly tells me over and over again, this is what I have planned. Just be patient and just wait. And so I say, Lord, you know my desires. Please help me. I know you have us here for now, and I know you have a plan. Thank you for all you're doing. In streams of 2019, he says, we can do so with the calm assurance that wherever God has placed us and in every detail of our lives, he has ordained the land and we will possess its very borders and has ordained the victory to be won. So y'all probably thinking, how many times does God have to speak it, right? Um, this has only been a year. This is, that was only a time frame of a year. And at this point, we're... Uh, I, we, we're getting very frustrated, right? I mean, we could, we could easily take ourselves out of this situation and have our own home today, right? And it wasn't about the, the ability to do it in our own power. We could. But it was the fact that God, for the past year, every time we asked, or just continually um, spoke over and over and over and over again, wait, 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 and then told us to move, and we were like super excited, and then... Wait, 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 right? Um, during, it, it, at that, about that year mark, the, with the frustration, you know, just have a wonderful in-laws, wonderful in-laws. But just living in someone else's home, I'm a 43-year-old man living in my in-laws' home, the pride kind of would rise up, right? Um, any man with 43-year-old in America, right? Our culture, right? If you were in another culture, that may not be the case. Our culture, American dream, right? To have your own, own your own home. And a 43-year-old man and my, a wife and two kids living in Manuel's home wasn't very cool. Um, so God was definitely working on a pride thing in my life. And I, uh, you know, at, at this point, we're like, you know, I'm going to mention this in a minute or two, but I was like, what? Why don't we rent something in, in right now, right? We, we surely we could rent something, or maybe we'll buy a flipper home, and we'll flip it and make some money. Why wouldn't that be a bad idea? Bad idea? Um, or, Lord, I don't want the house. I don't want it. Please release. I prayed that so many times. Please release me from this house. I don't want it. I just want a home. Um, but he didn't. He didn't. He continued to speak. Um, you know, and obviously you have to repent of not having the faith, right, um, to just trust him. And we get excited, we get um, annoyed with life, these little inconveniences. And we, we're not in some kind of life or death situation here, right? 
we, we're living comfortable, but yet we're annoyed because we don't have our own home. You know, so very American dream problems, right? So God was definitely working on that. And that was a, that was a, 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 um, a year's end. And from this point forward, you're going to see that um, we kind of got to the point where like, Lord, whatever. If you want to wait, you want us to wait. We're going to wait. And we're just going to wait till you speak. So, and so the next level of, or next run of, of, of devotions, not going to be near as many, but um, they're going to be good. And there's going to be, you know, um, I'm going to let Anna take over. That's all I had. Sorry. So as we were kind of thinking about possibly renting the night before we got on Zillow and we started looking at all the little places that they had for sale, we saw flippers or even little rental places and spent hours cuddled in bed talking about fixing stuff up. And then the next morning comes and open my devotions. And so August 16th stream says, I wait patiently for the Lord, Psalms 41. And it also says... Waiting is much more difficult than walking, for walk, waiting requires patience, and patience is a rare virtue. We enjoy knowing that God builds hedges around people when they're looking at the hedges from the aspect of per- protection. But when we see it as growing higher and higher until we can no longer see over it, we wonder if we will ever get out of our little sphere of influence where we feel trapped Sometimes it's hard for us to understand why we don't have this larger area or it's become difficult for us in our little brighter corner where we are. But God has a purpose in all of his delays. The steps of a man are ordered by the Lord, Psalms 37, 23. The next, uh, next to this verse in the Bible, George Mueller also wrote, and the stops too. So the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, but the stops too. It's a sad mistake to think that someone to break through God's hedges, a vital principle of the Lord's guidance for a Christian never to move from the spot where he is sure that God has placed him until the pillar of cloud moves. Again, you see where God's showing the promised land with the Israelites and the the cloud moving. In utmost, he said the same day, just in case I wasn't listening, when you have stubbornly doubted, Have I been doubting something about Jesus? Maybe you experience to which others testify, but which you've not yet experienced. You know, the house that we haven't experienced yet. The other disciples said of Thomas, we've seen the Lord. But Thomas doubted, saying, unless I see, I will never believe. Thomas needed a personal touch from Jesus. When his touch is come, we never know. But they do come, and they are incredibly precious. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. So my prayer that day, not very often do I write all of my prayers out, but periodically, and this was one of them. Lord, I don't know how you're going to give us this house, but I know that you are God and that you can do anything and that you do not need my help. Even though I haven't seen it yet, that you will give us the house. I believe it, and I thank you, Lord, for your protection. Even when I don't know it, I will wait for you. And the song was by Danny Gokey, Just Haven't Seen It Yet. Um, On November 5th, Ben told me that they um, had found a house that they liked in Houston of 2019. 
again, we're still pretty far back, so don't get too discouraged. Uh, and they needed a pre-approval letter from us so that they could have it as we're going to buy their house and they're going to buy someone else's. And then January 26th, Stream says, I have begun to deliver, now begin to conquer and possess, Deuteronomy 2.31. And then Streams on February 17th, the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel, Joshua 1.2. May 10th, Mother's Day, I asked the Lord again, God, are we uh, still waiting on this house? On military or maybe we could do something else I mean I know you said you know we weren't supposed to do it then but maybe you'll let us do it now you know I, uh, it's another year has passed and we are still in my parents home so do you think there's a possibility and the morning of Mother's Day God says in streams I would have despaired unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord wait for the Lord be strong and let your heart take courage do not despair. Oh, how great the temptation to despair at times. Our soul becomes depressed and disheartened, and our faith staggers under the severe trials and testings that come into our lives, especially during the times of suffering. We may come to the place where we say, I cannot bear this any longer. I am close to despair and under these circumstances that God has allowed. He tells me not to despair. December 12, 2020, our Bible says, We are taught from a young age that Christmas is a time of long-awaited hopes and dreams to be fulfilled. Rightly so, because Christmas is all about miracles. But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but with God, for with God all things are possible. Mark 10, 27. If we are not expecting God to do impossible at Christmas or at any other time of the year, maybe it's because our past disappointments and times where we had hoped and anticipated but did not see our prayers answered. If so, we need to ask God to revive our faith despite our disappointments and former letdowns and hold us back from having faith in God. The Bible encourages us to believe with all of our hearts, not to doubt God, but doubt inhibits the impossible. So it's 12 o'clock already. You don't believe that? I'm so sorry. Um, so we're going to speed this up um, as much as we can. So uh, December 18th, 2020, signed a contract on the house. First time we signed a contract on the house 10 days later. Uh, we got the appraisal back. And what they were wanting for the house and the appraisal and how much money we had in cash wouldn't work. So we had to say, I'm sorry, we can't buy it right now. But we still want your house. God's still speaking it. And they're like, okay, you know, so, so this couple we bought it from are, are a very godly couple. And um, so they trusted us in what God was saying, I guess, to, to an extent, right? You'll, you'll hear in a minute. Um, we were excited. Um, and um, yeah, no, that's all I have. Continue. Okay, so then after we didn't receive the house, this is what the Lord said. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved on with godly fear, preparing an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir to the righteousness for which, according to his faith. There are many commands in the Bible that seem to be difficult, unreasonable, unrealistic, unachievable, or even impossible. But God knows best. Every time God tells us to do something, it's a test of our faith. The question is, do we trust God or do we trust what we say? Do we trust God's word or do we trust the world? It is a test of faith. 
Faith is believing when we do not see it, but it is also obeying when we do not understand it. If we do not learn to obey, we will miss the many blessings in life that God has in store for us. If we learn to do what God tells us to do without question, even when it seems absurd, the exact opposite of our natural tendencies, then we're going to grow our faith. So actually, we didn't hear from them for almost a year, and we just waited on what the Lord had been telling us there. And so then they send us a text one day, and they said, our devotions last night, um, are y'all still interested in the house? Yes, we still want your house. We really want your house. Uh, We've waited uh, three years now, and we do want your home, and we're very excited about that. And so they say, okay, we're ready to sell. And this was December of 2021. And so we signed the contract for the house on December 13th, and we got the appraisal back thankfully on January 3rd, and it was just over the asking price this time, so you can see the Lord's hand on things. So we closed on our house on January 31st, and we will be able to move in on April 15th. So the rest of what I'm going to talk about is um, just kind of wrapping it up, and there's some thoughts we had through the process, right? So it's not really within timeline, it's just really thoughts. Um, you know, um, in the process of, of waiting on the Lord, we reflected on people or groups of people that waited in, in the Bible, right? Um, Abraham and Sarah waited 25 years. <laughs> yeah, we did not wait that long. Um, or, or the Israel, Israelites in the wilderness, 40 years. Um, you know, in thinking about the Israelites, we, you know, we, we often thought that generation never entered into the promised land because of the decision they made in disobedience, right? And that was one of our fears. We're like... We didn't want that. So we were like, Lord, don't let us misunderstand you. Keep us on the right track. You know, allow us to hear your voice and do what you say, period. If it's not time to move, it's not time to move, we'll sit and we'll wait. Um, So that was just one thought. Um, You know, many times when when God tells us to do something, um, we have a few options, right? Um, You don't wait, which... And just do what you and do do what you do, and and then you I'm behind it say, God, will you bless my decision, right? How many times have we've all done that? Um, um, you wait, will become frozen, and that was that was another thing that we I thought about many times. I'm like, are we just frozen in place? Are we? Are we is God speaking somewhere, and we just not hearing it? I mean, we're still sitting here a year, two, three years later, and we're not hearing. We're, well, let's say it's not coming to pass. We're still waiting. And so many times, I think we got to be careful. You know, we, we, we kind of sit like a frog in a, in a pot, and we just become complacent, and we, we just moan in our frustration, right? So I think we got to be careful with that. Um, and then, obviously, God speaks. God will speak over and over and speak to us over and over and over again if we just spend time with him. Um, and, 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 and this is a story of, of thankfully, through... Um, Many lessons learned uh, and growth. Um, we, 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 we followed him. And there were a few naysayers, like, why don't you just go out and buy your own home? I mean, you know, but we said, God, that's not what God is speaking, so we're going to wait. And um, 
so, but we had a lot of people that, that were supportive though too. Um, the songs, it, it was, it's crazy when you're going through something, it doesn't matter what, what it is, but God's working on you. Certain things you pick up on, like in a song. I remember one time, Ann and I, we were driving, we were talking about the house. And one of those songs came on the radio when we were talking about it, and we both just shut up and just was in tears, right? Because God knew in that moment he could use that song to encourage us. And so many times, just be sensitive to the Lord, and, or even if you're not, he, will, he, know, he knows ways to catch our attention. Um, so just want to leave you out with a challenge. Um, just spend time with the Lord. On those decisions in your life, um, allow God to be part of it. Sure, we can make wise decisions in our life, but you don't know what other plan he could have had for you to stay in a position, maybe it was just to minister to one person. Sure, you could have made that decision and been fine and ask God to bless it and move on. Life had been okay that you know of. But sometimes he has an alternate plan. So I just encourage y'all and challenge y'all in decisions in life, ask the Lord what he has for you before you make that decision. Sometimes you got to wait. Sometimes you got to wait for the answer. Sometimes he gives you the answer, but then it doesn't come, come to pass for a little while, right? So wait on the Lord and be patient and be faithful um, to what he has to say because he will be faithful to us. Um, just spend time with the Lord and just, just, just hear his voice. So we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to pray for us. Do you want to have a song afterwards? Yeah, I'm just going to sing quick. Okay. All right. So let me close this in prayer. Gently follow. Lord, we just thank you for this day, uh, this time together, and the, the stories that were shared that, was, that were amazing. I, I, we didn't even get up here, need to get up here and speak uh, just with the stories that were shared. Lord, I pray that you would just go with us today and uh, be with us. Lord, as we spend time with you, that you would just speak to us, speak to our hearts. Um, Give us answers to the, those things that we are seeking to in, in, in your timing. Um, give us the patience, the, the, the strength, the faith, um, the courage. Just stand and uh, be different. Be different in, in, this, in this world of America and being an American dream is not what necessarily is your, your call for our life is. So I pray that you would just um, help us. Help us to seek you, your face, abiding you, Father. I love you in Jesus' name. Amen.